This episode of Missy Unfiltered is brought to you by Pizza Rock Las Vegas. that money can't buy happiness. The updated version of that is money can't buy happiness, but I'd rather cry in a BMW than on a bicycle. Or, but it can buy coffee and that's pretty much the same thing. Or, but it will certainly buy you a better class of memories. However you look at it, it is true that even the richest of people can be unhappy. No matter what we have, we want more and can lack appreciation for the things that we do have. No matter how much money we make, we always want more. We are constantly looking out the window into the neighbor's yard to see if their grass is greener. When I was young, up until I was seven, I lived on the west side of Youngstown, Ohio. I won't say that we were poor because at that age, I really didn't know anything about money. And now I don't look back and remember starving or being without water or electricity. When you get older is when you should learn if your parents struggled or not. I know now that there were times that things were bad and I know that that part of town got much worse over the years. In Youngstown, government assistance is normal and should never be anything to be embarrassed about anyway. It was not uncommon for me to not know if my father had a place to stay. And he also had a bad habit of stealing from grocery stores or gas stations when I was with him. Like he'd put a pound of pastrami in his Carhartt jacket or some peach rings in his pocket. <laughs> it was not unheard of to see my uncle hitchhiking or wandering around the streets. Actually, a funny story. One of the many years my dad didn't call me on my birthday, his excuse was that my uncle was panhandling in the parking lot and he had to deal with it. That was also the day I learned the definition of panhandling. I moved to my grandparents during the second grade when my parents separated. My nana and papa have always been a huge part of my life. My mom worked a lot, so I was nana's sidekick. We'd watch General Hospital and Days of Our Lives every day. My daily chores were worth five or 10 cents. And when I picked up sticks, I got a penny for each one. That was until I started breaking them in half to double my profit. <laughs> but I don't remember ever really wanting for anything. Honestly, I don't even know how my mom did it. My adult life with real bills didn't come until I moved to Las Vegas. And I know the cost of living is much different here compared to back home, but I always had what I needed. And what I do remember is that my mom never made me feel like she couldn't handle it. One year for Christmas, all I got was a fleece blanket. I was old enough to understand that that was all she could afford. And I wasn't sad about the gift. I was sad thinking that she would think that I was sad about the gift. I still have that blanket as a reminder of how that woman has always done whatever she could for her children, even if it drained her to the last cent. Having kids now compared to 30 years ago, plus the difference between Vegas and Youngstown, I know my mom didn't feel like she had to buy all the extra unnecessary shit that I do in keeping up with the Joneses. You know, baby showers back home were and still are a small celebration with your close family and your friends where you sit on the floor in the living room and open gifts. Gender reveals were calling each person to tell them if you were having a girl or a boy. Proposals were an intimate moment where you shared it with your partner and then you told people over the phone or when you showed up to a family gathering with a new ring. Back then, we didn't have these over-the-top displays of affection for your fans on social media. 
So you weren't seeing all these things on Instagram that you thought you needed or wanted because someone else had it. I bought my first and only pair of Louboutin heels in 2016. And it was only because I thought I should or needed to because that's what people wore in Vegas. Four years later, I've worn them three times and they are miserably uncomfortable. I bought my first and only YSL bag last summer because I thought I deserved it. I only use it for special occasions and it's pink, so it never matches anything I wear anyway. <laughs> and guess what? Not one man sees your purse or your shoes and gives a flying fuck about them. Girls buy these things to impress other girls, to show another girl that they make more money at whatever industry job they have, or to show another girl that they have a man that buys them shit. Not one man cares about what your fresh nails look like on top of your Gucci purse or in front of your BMW steering wheel, unless he has a nail fetish, but that's a whole different topic that we don't need to get into. We obsess over having the newest iPhone when it's the exact same as the previous model. We post pictures of things that we have so people can see them and give us some kind of validation that we have true happiness. The people who truly love you and truly value you will never care about what shoes you're walking in as long as you have a lovable heart. How many boyfriends have you had over the years that told you that they wish you'd stop getting your lashes done and wearing so much makeup? And if you've been with the same guy for 11 years like me, they mean it because that's who they fell in love with. I look back at my life in 2009 and the money I made. You know, this is before marriage and a house and kids. I had enough money to pay my bills and eat, you know, buy a new outfit if I needed to and drink with my friends on a Saturday night. Things were tight, but I was happy. I never thought of fancy purses or shoes. My dream car was a mint green Mitsubishi Spider convertible. <laughs> You'd watch MTV Cribs and think like, wow, that's so cool, but you never felt like you were of less value because you didn't have an elevator in your house. Now, every single post on social media is look at me, look at my stuff. And as much as we know the saying, we buy shit we don't need with money we don't have to impress people we don't like, but we're still so obsessed with it. And it's okay to feel good and to take care of yourself and buy nice things and wear nice things. The problem is the inside where we feel like we're not good enough if we don't. The problem is, is we're not even fulfilled after we get those things. The problem is trying to make other people think that you're better than them because of your stuff. I have plenty of friends with money that are kind, generous, humble people who don't try to showboat in front of other people to prove their worth because they know that the people who care about them don't care what kind of money they have. And it gets tricky when it comes to relationships and money. You know, I know someone who married a man. He did well for himself, but he didn't tell her until after they were married how he was like rich, rich, like stupid rich, because it's hard to trust people. You know, I see some of the most wild shit in Vegas where, you know, girls are just dying to get pregnant by an athlete so they never have to work again. And that's not always the case. I know there's plenty of situations where it worked out for a rich guy or an athlete. And it was, you know, a real relationship, true love, all that. But as a man with a ton of money, you know, it's hard to know the intentions of a female. God, even in friendships, I see guys riding the coattails of other guys here. It's disgusting. You know, the ones they take pictures with the Dom bottles after the guy who left paid for it. <laughs> so where can we get this happiness if it's something that can't be bought? How do you achieve true happiness? 
Happiness isn't the same for everyone. Each person gets their own personal brand of happy. Maybe your happy is being taken care of by a wealthy spouse. Maybe your happy is buying fancy things. Maybe it's traveling and going on adventures. But ask yourself, will it still bring you the same joy if you don't get to show everyone? Do those Balenciagas really make you happy? Or is it wearing them for other people that bring you happiness? Will you feel as sexy in a dress if no one knows the brand? Do you feel like an outcast if you're the only one in the room without a designer bag? It's okay to feel proud of your accomplishments. I'm proud of the home my husband and I bought for ourselves because it was a hell of a road to get here. We had five weeks to find a house and close on it when the homeowner of our rental decided he wanted to kick us out and sell it. You know, it's not our forever home, but it's where we raised our babies. And I don't go to my friends' houses with bigger homes and think, wow, they must be way happier than my husband and I. You know, a truly happy home is based on the love and laughter that fills it, not the things. And what do we pass down to our kids? I'm not talking about the stuff. I mean, the values. Do we tell our kids to have high standards and go for the richest man in the room? Or do we teach our kids to build their own wealth and how to be smart with their finances? You know, my husband and I are firm believers that you don't need a college degree to be successful. We believe that you can follow any dream and find happiness and financial stability without it. I know that I want to teach my kids about the importance of good credit and saving, investing, playing the stock market. I'm not going to show them the one YSL bag I bought and tell them they need to get one when they grow up. I think if I had to give my younger self advice, it would have been to change nothing except be smarter with your money. Because I'm happy that the path, you know, that my life has taken and I've made a lot of mistakes and I've learned from them. But if I just saved a little bit more and invested a little differently, I would be able to have experiences with my family that make me happy. But what makes me happy is my husband, a nice steak and a glass of wine after a long day, a trip to Ohio with my kids to see our family, a country concert with my best friend, doing anything in the world with my mom, FaceTime with my friends of 25 plus years, a good massage, oh, I need one. Getting the kids together with my mom friends, a good thunderstorm, a 10 mile bike ride, Fleetwood Max Silver Springs on the highest volume possible, and being in bed by 9 p.m. If your happiness comes from things that are nowhere near the things on my list, that's okay. We each have our own brand of happy. Find yours. And don't rely on the approval of others to bring you joy. I will tell my girls to marry a man like their father, a hardworking man that is never satisfied or stagnant. I will tell them to buy the fucking purse if they want to, but not to do it if it's just for others to see. I will tell them to hike up to the mountain, get to the top, but not if it's just to post a look at me picture on Instagram. And I will tell them to never be satisfied but to keep finding new ways to bring happiness every day. You can hear me when it's over, what's up? You can hear me when it's over, what's up?